Hey, drunk mythology friends. I'm Kate. I'm Jen. And I'm the other Jen. And we're the drunk, drunk, drunk mythology gals. <laughs> never. It's never going to happen. And yet, no, I hope it's no. the definition of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we almost had it once. <laughs> almost. almost. But I think it, the, the problem is we don't trust each other. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Like we don't yeah. trust each other not to throw the other one under the bus. <laughs> I totally expect sabotage from all three of us. It's oh like a Mexican gosh. standoff. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we say our name. Okay. So... Aside from being slightly punchy because we just spent an hour being the drunk technology gals trying to (laughs) figure out mic issues and, oh, turn it off, turn it back on, um, (laughs) we are doing something a little different today because, uh, other Jen, anytime? Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. It is May the 4th, Star Wars Day! Yay. Sorry. <laughs> it's also my anniversary. Hi, Sam. Aw, hi, Sam. <laughs> Don't ask me to count how many years because it's yeah, an hour of already sipping on the vodka <laughs> during tech support. Um, <laughs> so, um... Basically, we have decided to examine the internal and contextual symbolism of, well, what the fuck? We just want to get drunk and talk about Star Wars because, and maybe some mythology, but mostly Star Wars. And mostly we want to troll OG original Jen because she has never seen Star Wars. You know, I've seen parts of it at Circuit City in the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) And I saw enough to know. I'm fine not wasting hours of my life watching oh. someone chat with like this green puppet in a swamp. La- <gasps> ladies and gentlemen of the jury, oh. I give you I, I I posit to you that this is the weakest defense I have ever heard from watching Star Wars. Absolutely. So is Circuit it though- City went out of business for a reason. <laughs> yeah, because they kept playing Star Wars. No one would go. <laughs> <laughs> they thought, yeah, that's how we're going to show off our technology, like ice planets for like hours. <laughs> All right. Well, let, let's see how far we can go with okay. the trolling. Okay. So what are we drinking, everybody? I have a Kahlua coffee in front of me because I need both the pep and a little bit of the toner on my rage today. <laughs> And let me guess, Jen is drinking water out of a flamingo <laughs> cup. <laughs> How did you guess? One day I'm going to switch it up on you. It's going to be like, you know, there's going to be some ice cubes in it <laughs> to add some texture. Can you hear the ice cubes in mine? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 I can definitely hear that. Yeah. I mean, the, be- <laughs> the best thing, though, is the new flamingo logo. Oh my gosh, that I need to get yeah, that. We're gonna have that to put that on a tattoo ago. It is going to be a tattoo. I'm going to immortalize <laughs> it on my body. 
Oh my God, <laughs> we should get we should get um, temporary rub-on tattoos. Temporary maybe. tattoos. Yeah. yeah. Yep. I'll I'll I'm writing it down on my to-do list. There you go. See, it's an endless supply of merch. But yeah, so. Um, even though we're apparently again this week, uh, two drunk mythology gals and one sober bitch, (laughs) our standard disclaimer still applies. Do not drink and drive cars, chariots, tauntauns, uh, cruisers, fully operational death stars or whatever. So let's get started. A long time ago. In a galaxy far, far away. Sorry, had to do it again. (laughs) This is why I don't hang out with Star Wars people. (laughs) I find your lack of faith disturbing. You know, the thing is, though, like, you don't even like Star Wars, though. Like, you all hate it. That's what you love to do. What? No. That's, that's all I hear. Is that, like that might be other people, but not me. Not- then you don't obviously know your fandom. Because, well, no, uh, I mean, I I get it. Like, I I find myself liking some, hating some, but my commitment has never wavered. There you go. It's kind Perfect of like, description. you know what? You can hate... Harry Potter Chamber of Secrets because it is the weakest of them all, but you can still love Harry Potter. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So for the sake of our listeners, we are actually going to uh, just limit ourselves to talking about the original 1978 Star Wars movie, which in no way is confusingly called episode four, A New Hope. It's like, fuck, they went Greek in how much they're like, eh, let's just fuck around with the order of things, redo a couple of origin stories and maybe throw in, you know, the middle of the story at the beginning. And then, you know, I I just saying I can't. Thank you for clarifying that this is a movie. I appreciate that. <laughs> this is going to be a well, long it's... fucking episode. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Now, I've heard story. I don't get deep in the weeds. This is why I'm not one of those haters like you described, because I don't get into the weeds, but I have heard that the reason episode four was filmed first, because the the stories were already written, but the, um, from what I understand, Lucas couldn't get the technology or it just... And when he could, he made Jar Jar Binks. There is no validity to that argument. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. It's probably all just rumor mill. You know. Move on. Look, the whole point of this episode is for me to get angry, you to make fun of me, and then all of us to get trolling on OG. So. Yes. And me just to speak the truth. (laughs) (laughs) I doubt you are a truth sayer on this. So anyway. Um. Are you ready for the summary? It's going to be a Kate summary. You know how those go. Oh god! I'm okay. like I'm. I need Tylenol. Like already. All right. <laughs> I'll 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 set you up here, Kate. Okay. I'll set you up. Boom! 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 Wait, I don't get the actual theme. I I get the Death March, Imperial March. Okay, fine. All right, here we go. 
We open with Princess Leia being captured by Darth Vader because he suspects her of having stolen plans for the Death Star. She did, but she lies and he doesn't believe her. Surprise! She hit them on R2-D2 and the little droid grabs C-3PO, who is really all of our adult anxiety in one shiny iPhone gold, and they escape to the planet Tatooine, which is all sand. On Tatooine, we meet whiny Luke Skywalker and his family, but who cares about them because they're all going to die? Luke and his uncle buy some droids, and surprise, it's R2-D2 and C-3PO. Luke has to clean them up and ends up discovering a secret message Princess Leia recorded for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Old Ben Kenobi, Luke wonders, I wonder those names aren't similar at all. The Kenobi part is just like Smith. It's so fucking common. Anyway, he takes the droids to Ben Kenobi, who is surprise, Obi-Wan, and then lays into some history... Uh, lay some serious history on Luke about his family, except that he is kind of lying by omission, which makes this a super douchey shitty move. Anyway, while Luke is with Obi-Wan, stormtroopers come and kill everyone at the farm and even the Jawas who sold them the droids, which frees up Luke's schedule considerably, so that means he's free to go with this weird old guy to rescue the princess. They go to the canteen in Mos Eisley looking for a non-licensed Uber driver to take them, and they meet Han Solo and Chewbacca, who even if they ever had an Uber license, would have ripped it up on principle. They make their escape, and we have a minute of peace on the ship. There's a cool 3D chess game that's about as ragey and violent as I feel most of the time, and Luke starts training in the Force. But how does Obi-Wan just happen to have that zappy little training ball on him when they leave? Like, with no luggage. There is no change of clothes. Just pointing that out. Anyway, Obi-Wan gets a headache because a planet gets blown up, and then they get caught by the Death Star, which is where Princess Leia is being held. They split up because that is what you do. Oh my fucking God, have we learned nothing from any movie ever. You never fucking split up. That's the way you die. They rescue Leia, who basically was grabbing an app right before putting in play her own escape plan. There's chase scenes, jokes, a lot of Darth Vader breathing, and Obi-Wan decides to confront Darth Vader and is all Dumbledore and let's traumatize the confused young hero by letting him witness my death and completely misunderstand what is happening and why so we can have a more dramatic conclusion to the trilogy. What the fuck, people? Seriously, if you know the facts, just lay them out at the start so we don't end up getting the galaxy in a mess. Oh my god, I am so fucking full of rage. Obi-Wan sacrifices himself to help the Scooby gang escape, and there goes any chance of Luke getting a half-decent explanation of whatever the fuck is going on. The gang escapes to the Rebel base, but oops, the Death Star followed the TJ Maxx security tag they put on the Millennium Falcon, and now they're going to blow the planet up. Han's like, my Uber is here, bye, which is smart. Luke House somehow skips to the head of the line of all the rebels and is now a wing leader and part of the group that leads the assault on the Death Star, which goes badly until Han shows back up once the coast is mostly clear anyway. Luke ignores the targeting software because this is his first time flying a fighter, so naturally it will be better for him to just close his goddamn eyes and take the shot because absolutely nothing is riding on this at all. Nothing at all. He makes the shot, blows up to the Death Star, and eventually they all get a shower and a change of clothes and they have enough goddamn time to hold a congratulations ceremony, even though the fucking Empire knows the location of the base. I can't even. Leia gives Luke and Han medals, but not the Wookiee. Why? And it's super awkward flirting between Luke and Leia and Han because fuck, she's Luke's sister and this is so bad space incest. The fucking end. Wait, that's all in that movie? <laughs> I make, oh my I left God, a like, couple things out, but. No, mm-hmm. like I just thought that was spread out between all of them. 
I didn't no, know that was all in one. just one movie. Okay, and so we should have actually put a disclaimer at the beginning. Spoiler alert. <laughs> you know what? It's It's been out a while now. Yeah. yeah. What was the date on that? 1978? Is that, yeah, that'd be like 40-some right? years. I mean, I'm not yeah. adding that up. I mean, even I know what happens. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, now you do. And no, no, um, the, God, the damn vodka. The accuracy of that. I'm going to get behind that like 95%. Look, I mean, okay? I may have left f- a yeah. few things out like the trash yeah. compactor and, you know, why the <laughs> fuck didn't their clothes look all dirty and trashed after getting out of the goddamn trash compactor? Leia is in so- a white dress. So is that why then, like, they're basically rebuilding the Death Star in other movies? Because then I randomly see it, like, yes. it's either, like, a whole thing or then it's, like, a half-built thing. Right. Yeah. And- they're like, oh, that okay. one had a flaw. I guess we should just try again. <laughs> <laughs> Dumbest villains ever. If at first you fail. What's that? And then in, fail, the, then in the sequel... They're, they're like, Damn. you know what? Building a Death Star didn't work. Let's turn a planet into a Death Star. What the fuck? Sorry. I'm really angry about this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying we've an hour of tech support sipping on vodka. I'm, I'm, wow. Yeah, I'm toast already. Yeah, you're not angry about anything. You're just. <laughs> I'm like, let it But <laughs> just sit over here and, and hum here the theme music. I am. I'm like I've gotten roped into another Star Wars thing. Like this is like <laughs> torture. Like I, most of my life, I've just tried to like avoid this. Oh, one day we will <sighs> sit you down and make you watch. You, you will have to physically be here to do that. Oh, we because otherwise <laughs> I can I'm just going to read the summary and be like, oh yeah, I watched that. Totally watched it. <laughs> What was that about an October trip? Yeah. No, I, I yeah. yeah. Anyway, there we go. I think everybody can agree that Star can Wars we? is kind of as close as we get to something we accept as modern mythology. I, yeah, what little I understand of mythology. I mean, you guys but, have to educate me but, on that, but okay, I'll stand like, behind that. I've heard this, but also then can't you say about any, like, fantasy, like Lord of the Rings, too? Yeah, you I could. Mean, I mean, it's okay. <clears throat> it's not like, you know, it's but exclusive then, to Star Wars because myths are basically just quick and easy ways for people to communicate and remember fundamental truths and facts and warnings about, you know, morals, laws, the society – the structure of society, things like that. Like we're wired for narrative. That's why we remember anecdotes better than Mm -hmm. recited facts. Yeah. I mean, I guess this really is some really good lessons in here. Like, you know, make sure that it's not your sister that you're kissing. (laughs) Uh, You know, or uh, do or do not, there is no try. You know? Uh, Yeah, whatever. That's episode five. I know, but it's still, you know. <laughs> my husband is in my brain going, focus, episode four, focus. Okay. So, but, you know. Which is the one when Han gets in that silver, whatever. What is that? The carbonite oh, when he that, gets frozen? That's end of episode five, start of six. Oh, I guess he didn't try hard enough then. <laughs> 
he sacrificed himself. But no, but seriously, like, you know, the, this is really a hero's journey, a very traditional yeah. hero's it, journey. It is. So like, yeah, you know, um, we start I mean, with the ordinary world, which is Luke Skywalker whining about, uh, but I wanted to go to the Wadabada station to pick up some transistors. <laughs> which is today's equivalent. Well, okay. I almost said something from the eighties yeah, instead uh, of today. The, dating myself. Radio Shack. <laughs> I want to mm. go play video games at the arcade. Why do I have to clean my room? Yeah, <clears throat> exactly. So, you know, <laughs> half the audience is like, what's an arcade? <laughs> Oh my god, vodka. <laughs> this is this is one of those episodes we're just gonna have to power through. <laughs> so um Joseph Campbell came up with uh something called the hero's journey. And Joseph Campbell is like the father of modern mythology studies. Like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, he just really codified, you know the studies and research and thinking about, uh, you know, uh, mythology and philosophy and its role in, you know, human history, behavior, etc. So um, this hero's journey, you start with the ordinary world, and then the uh, call to adventure, which I guess would be the slaughter of his entire family and all the Jawas. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not sure. I think maybe that's just what's inside him. The peer pressure of all of his friends joining, you know, going off to. Oh, I forgot join. about that. But, you know, it could also be the moment he discovers Leia's recording. Help me, Obi. Help me, Obi Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. There you go. Yep. Um, Refusal of the call of adventure. So Ben Kenobi is. Oh, I remember what happens now. So Luke goes to bring the droids, and Ben or Obi Wan is like, "Well, you know, you can come with me, and we can go say." And Luke's like, "Man, I gotta sweep the farm, and I got." I got his right. stuff to do. So you're going to make my bed. Yeah. And then. Uh, this narrative sounds stupid. I want no part of it. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, that. so he's meeting his mentor at the same time as he's refusing the call of adventure. And then his mentor's like, okay, but, you know, uh, I'll be here, you know, in case. And Luke goes home, finds that uh yeah everybody's dead and burned yeah like the burning bodies i don't know like that was a really graphic moment <laughs> even though it was sort of distance fudged it was still pretty like who burnt them the stormtroopers the evil empire storm but like why because they're looking for the droids that princess leia hid the death star plans on so they just randomly like incinerate people. Well, they tracked him to the Jawas. They tracked him from the Jawas right. to Luke's family, and they're like, "Up, oh, no droids here." I think I don't think they meant to kill and burn everybody. I think it just kind of got out of hand. 
consider these are stormtroopers who couldn't hit the broadside of a yeah. barn. So yeah, th- there has. I mean. There could be a whole episode of what <laughs> actually went down <laughs> that this result. There so, was probably a whole bunch of stormtroopers going, oh, fuck. <laughs> Number TX1138 uh, totally fucked up the setting on his flamethrower. Shit, we're going right. to be in so much trouble. Yeah. Um, don't they fire lasers? Probably. I don't know. Anyway, so crossing <laughs> oh the first God, threshold you're the Star Wars means... People. This is a plot hole here. She's got a point, Kate. <laughs> I'm not here to defend it. I'm just here to discuss its role as mythology. Uh, so tomorrow we eat tacos. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the uh, first threshold, I would guess, is basically Luke's parents being dead. And like I said, it frees up his schedule a lot. He doesn't have to, you know, clean the droids anymore. So he's like, yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Go save the universe. I guess I got time for that this week. Um, and uh, then we get to what is this? Test. So I'm going to ask a question real quick. Yeah. Is there a mythological hero? When I say those words, I think Hercules. Mm-hmm. Did he go through these steps also um, in his story? Not necessarily Hercules, but... But there are others. I remember reading from Joseph Campbell, and I forget Odysseus which Greek. Yeah. Okay. Um, because one, yeah. he is this really brainiac hero who comes up with the idea of the Trojan horse. But then his journey home from Troy is, you know, it's literally like testing I mean, his... you got to make a stop to Sex Island. Yeah. <laughs> It's like every cardinal sin, you know, it's the seven deadly yeah. sins he gets tested, basically. Okay. Although I'm not okay. sure what the Cyclops uh, represents, <laughs> but we'll get okay. there. So, All right. you know. Just making sure we've got some parallels to, you know, the the foundation of our scope here, which yeah, is mythology. No. So, you know, there there are yeah. parallels. There's Jason and the Argonauts. Um, you know, y- you can almost do a villain's journey in some ways, and they follow the same development. Like Medea mm-hmm. would uh, also fit in this. Perseus, uh, you know. So there, there are uh, okay. uh, people. So the next step is tests allies and enemies, and this is where obviously we get. Uh, Han Solo, Chewbacca, and, you know, learning the force. And then, um, you know, approach and ordeal, which is clearly the, uh, uh, you know. Interacting with The Death Star adventure, like, you know, getting taken onto the Death Star and then having to figure their way out. And I mean, if that thing is the size of like a small moon, that's no moon. Sorry. But that's still really big. Yeah. And where'd they get the supply? You know, all I want to know is they seem to move around that thing really fast and know their way. Like it's anyway. Is the rest like a luxury hotel? Like it should be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I want to know if they have, like, 
a gym? Who's a funding pool? him? Like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, we can get into the funding. That kind of gets addressed oh, a little bit. I guess the... there's some politicians, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. Yeah. This is. Like... Oh, yeah. All those like with the cloaks. Yeah. Senator yeah. Voldemort. There's... Yeah. <laughs> Senator Palpate. <laughs> I hate it. Pal- palpa- Palpatine. Oh, vodka. Palpatine. Palpatine. Thank you. But it's really I, Palpate. Why am I telling you this? Because <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's an so, hour of vodka during tax support. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, we get, you know, they make it back to the rebel base. They think they've achieved their, you know, big... Uh, thing but it turns out psych they haven't you know they're you know it's a false reward you get the war you get the um road back which is them like trying to you know fight the death star one more time and the resurrection and return with elixir is basically the uh the final moment when they blow up the Death Star, Han Solo comes back, everybody's happy dappy, even though R2-D2 got shorted out, like, what the fuck? <laughs> Poor guy. So, you know, it does follow, uh, it, you know, it does follow the journey. And that's actually something that, like, Disney and uh, Pixar and DreamWorks, like all the really big studios, if you've ever seen sort of their, um, the playbook almost of how they develop a script, it really follows this journey for every single character. And the trick is how you convey it in as few words as possible because you've only got two hours to do it. Right. I've heard this, like, taught as well for writing novels, for writing mm-hmm. fiction novels, mm-hmm. to take yeah. your protagonist through these stages. Yep. And, and you have to yeah. take your villain through it, too. Like, if you think about Harry Potter, which Jen should know about. I do. Um, I do know that. You know, Voldemort goes through this kind of journey as well, only, you know, it's if you put a negative goal as the outcome, then you see what he's, you know, instead of a happy ending, you see where he's going with it. But he technically does go through this journey. Yeah, definitely not a happy ending. What's the phrase, Kate, I'm not sure if it's you who taught me this phrase or someone else, but it's every villain is a here is the hero in his own mind. I, I probably said that. But it's a very common phrase. And it goes to the point that, you know, like what we talk about in mythology, like with Loki. Yeah, he's an asshole, but is he Mm -hmm. wrong? Yeah. (laughs) You know? Exactly. Yeah. And what's his motive? What is he after? What's his end goal? I mean, it depends on the situation. Right. And rage is just, you know, ragey chaos is a valid Pettiness is fine. (laughs) But, I mean, the idea is that... Like, you can't judge the character. And that's hard to do sometimes. Because, like, you do have to see that they're the hero. Well, and that's why we have issues, you know, in society when we have people going back and 
re-examining mm-hmm. things like historical documents and accounts and mythology and things like that from anything from like a feminist perspective to a people of color perspective to LGBTQ plus perspectives. You know, when you look at something from a different perspective, you know, with fresh eyes, you see nuances there that otherwise you might miss. And maybe they're legit, maybe they're not. That's why we study things and we have rubrics, you know, for how we validate our research. But, and I just lost everybody there, didn't I? Oh, no, no, no. I'm, my brain is, I'm, oh, the damn vodka. I'm trying to remember a name of the character in the Marvel movies. Damn it. (laughs) Hero or? Talk talk amongst yourselves. Okay. I'm hitting up Google because I'm having a total brain laugh. All right. Well, you know what we're going to do? We're going to let Jen hit up Google. We're going to take a quick break and then we'll be back and OG will give us (laughs) some opinions or maybe some questions and shit. I don't know, but we'll be back. Hey, Drunk Mythology friends. I'm Kate. And I'm the other Jen. Wait, where's Original Jen this time? Original Jen is busy cleaning out Sleepnear's stall. I mean, with eight legs, who knows how many stomachs that horse has? Or is that cows? Um, I think you're thinking of cows because that was one of our trivia questions in that trivia game we're testing out behind the scenes. And I think the cows have eight stomachs or was it four i mm. i don't know i got that question wrong <laughs> <laughs> well uh, no matter how many stomachs she's not here but we are here to tell you about anchor for podcasting with no cow stomachs <laughs> not unless you want to do a podcast about cows which you totally could because it's super easy to start a podcast with anchor is there a platform for cows to listen like could cows even listen to a podcast? Anchor would distribute your cowcast across all popular podcast platforms. How did we get onto cows? Because we were wondering how many stomachs a horse has, or was it cows? Regardless, feeding all those stomachs costs money, which means you have to make money off your cowcast, which is why Anchor is a great place to start because you can start making money from the get-go with Anchor. But how much does it cost? Like, okay, how many smoothies does Fenrir have to sell in order to pay for his podcast about smoothies? (laughs) Oh my God, I'm so drunk today. (laughs) Wait, I thought Fenrir was doing a podcast about cows or was it horses? No. (laughs) I might be a little drunk too. Either way, it is totally free to have a podcast on Anchor. F-R-E-E free. Yeah, my see, my fan fiction has Fenrir running his own smoothie shop, and I work there. <laughs> uh, yeah, other Jen is talking about original Jen's books, Truth and Other Lies, and The Order of Chaos, which you should all check out under her pen name of Lyra Wolf. And yeah, Wolf, yeah. Fenrir, yeah. Yeah, 
So if I want to do a podcast for Fenrir, all I'd have to do is go to anchor.fm to get started because I'm like totally thinking that OG and I need to do that. Yep. Just go to anchor like the thingy on a boat thingy that goes to the bottom. Shut up. Yeah, we're drunk. <laughs> yeah, it's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. You're just lucky I didn't spell out anchovy because it was a close call. <laughs> Check it out or make Fenrir sleep near and all the cows and their stomachs really upset. <laughs> oh my God, Kate. I think this is our best ad ever. Indubitably. Because, yeah, we put the drink into drunk mythology gals. Welcome back to Questions and Shit. Serious? I'm still Googling. (laughs) That's okay. Keep Googling. Keep Googling. So scrolling. You know, what is funny, OG, that, you know, growing up together... Your mom and my dad were huge Star Trek fans. Oh, I I know. <laughs> I know. And, you know, I'm just surprised, like, you didn't pick up on even that. Or was just science fiction just never your thing? I think it was because I, they watched it every night. Uh, and growing up, and so I was very bored by it, and I think I've just associated boredom mm-hmm. with that. Yeah. And also, again, it's always like, okay, we're in space. We're going to shoot some lasers at these other guys in space. Wow, we win. Yeah. And I know I'm – like, that's like the ba- – like, to me, back then anyway, that was not as interesting as a child. I preferred more, of course – more fairy tales. I have to agree and, with that. And, yeah. You know, fantasy type things. Cause like to me, I could grasp onto it more of like, I, I could understand it better. Yeah. Well, and I, I totally um, get that too. But like now as an adult, like I can, I appreciate science fiction. So like, please don't come after me. Again. Um, yeah. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. And like, as, I'm more interested yeah. in it. Like, okay, understanding cultures, other planets, you know, whatever, you know, I can appreciate the politics more, but you know, as a kid, well, but- I don't care about politics. I mean, to be fair, (laughs) I will say that, you know, over the past 30, 40 years, uh, maybe it's because we've loosened up a little bit as a culture, but, uh, you know, the rigid rules that mass entertainment had to abide by in terms Mm -hmm. of, you know, glossing over and sanitizing certain aspects has gone, you know, not gone away completely, but definitely loosened up so that you can have ambiguous moments and um, you can have uh, real mistakes and consequences and tragedies and things Mm -hmm. like that, even in a, like a happy dappy movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I, I was raised on both star Wars and star Trek. So (laughs) I, I'm pretty fluent in both of those, but yeah, I yeah, I know my parents never really watched Star Wars, which was funny. I forget, like they just weren't really into it. But Star Trek, oh my gosh, oh yeah, like every day. Yeah, I mean, I <laughs> I just remember like my dad and your mom like talking about it, and they so cute. <laughs> I know. They, my mom still talks about it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> 
you know. But um, my mom and I got into the next generation. That mm-hmm. was more our speed. I watched that um, with and Dad I was, too. I was more of an age where I had a better appreciation for it at that point. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like Jen was saying, I as a youth, because of mm-hmm. my age, the original Star Trek TV series was way over my head, mm-hmm. way beyond my interest level. And so by the time the next generation came out, I was old enough that I could appreciate it better. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it just... Yeah, and that was something that my mom and yeah. I watched together. Yeah, and and also I think another thing too is like you know graphics and stuff were not great back then, and so I kind of like like that's tinfoil. Yeah, you're like <laughs> I'm not it's impressed. Too cheesy. I can't. You know, now quite of course it. we don't. You know now of course that's not a thing, and I think you know that's helped you suspend disbelief, believe the world. Yeah, more. yeah. But yeah. back then I was like that's tinfoil. I'm not going to believe this guy. <laughs> Well, you know, I think the other thing is the reason why I feel like Star Wars, at at the very least, has really become sort of um, a myth, uh, a modern myth in our society, is that for like most people other than for OG who hasn't seen it, you know, we can shorthand mention bits of the story to each other. Mm-hmm. And understand the reference and understand, you know, what it means and get the shorthand of the example we're trying to give. It has totally yeah. permeated the culture. Mm-hmm. I mean, anyone, what would you guess the age cutoff is where someone no longer knows what you're talking about when you say do or do not? There is no try. I mean, I honestly oh, don't that, know. Is that a Star Wars thing? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, wow. Wow. <laughs> and there goes all the arguments we were trying to make. Damn. I mean, I've, I've heard that phrase, but I didn't know that's where it was from. That's Master Yoda. Oh. Anger. Okay. What, what was it? Anger. Uh, <laughs> okay, anger I can hear him saying to the that. Dark side. Side. Yeah. Heard, I've seen that clip. I Okay, I now know. <laughs> Yeah. There you go. Yeah, Do that's not. a good. <laughs> oh my god! Anger leads to the dark side. <laughs> what nine hundred years old? I feel old like you I'm are. making you both go to the dark side. So I have to, my husband's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Okay. We sort of so slid a I, couple of episodes, but whatever. I no, but I I found the name of the Marvel bad guy that I was trying to figure out earlier that Thanos in in yes oh. my husband's gonna be like how could you forget Thanos name oh. yeah even you I don't know that yeah he's the right guy. there there we go there's there's, there's reason. my reason that I for I could not pull the name Thanos to the front of my brain <laughs> uh yeah I mean his entire motive is to to better all of humanity by yeah. cutting it in half well, would you say humanity? No, it's not humanity. What's no, it's the universe? What's the to better the universe by cutting its population in half? Yeah, his entire he's trying to goal rewrite is history. To make he's trying he's to make trying things to re- better. Write it. He's trying to make it better because 
everything's become overpopulated, overgrown. So by, you know, getting rid of 50% of the population, then it like starts over. So people, like there's more resources available. Oh, like a little Marvel fan. I, I am a Marvel fan. <laughs> He's doing a reboot. He's I know He's trying this. to turn it off and back on again. <laughs> yeah. And on that note... But you know, I I have personal problems with him. Just yeah, because he of killed Loki. He I get it. Yeah, no. But I, that comes back to uh, Darth Vader. He's trying to reach out to Luke Skywalker and say, "Well, I mean, okay, again, I'm sliding an episode, you know, but whatever, sliding an episode or two here. Join me. Together, we can make things better." Originally, he started going down the dark side because a he was worried about his pregnant wife dying in childbirth, and B, he wanted to eradicate slavery in the galaxy. Like, And he also had anger issues over his... You know, well, you I know, mean, who anger doesn't issues have left anger and right. issues these days? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, his mother being... Yeah. Th- Daddy's yeah, space seed just... sperm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. gosh. And on that note... <laughs> Yeah, I think this was fairly disturbing. Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I don't need to ask if you're drunk. <laughs> we got drunk before we hit the record. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know. Uh, so what's on tap next week? Well, so next week, I mean, I've since I've had requests, I thought I can do a more, you know, Loki myth since you know we are kind of like on a countdown towards Loki. you know the Loki series. Yay! Um, so I thought I could tackle about his son Fenrir and all <gasps> that fun, fun, really happy ending to that. Oh uh, yay! Okay, I have to say this. So any listeners who have not read OG's books, you have to go out and read them. Chaos especially Rising. the one. Yes, especially Chaos Rising, the newest installment, because, oh my God, I am so crushing on Fenrir. Oh, thank you. Like, I want to follow his Instagram. <laughs> He's, oh my God. Spoiler, he my, sorry. He, spoiler, spoiler. Oh, but you no, know he, what? He was my favorite. I think I, 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 I feel merch coming on. Totally. Like he's so precious. He is so close to my heart. I just, I just want to hug him, and I know he make me a really good smoothie. Like, okay. So, with that, I don't want to spoil. But oh my god, I so love him. So go read OG's book, Chaos Rising. Look for it under Lyra yeah. Wolf on Amazon. Uh, show yeah, some yeah. love, and if you if you like villain origin stories, there you go. I got you covered there too. <laughs> And uh, yeah, so we'll be actually getting into a little theme of tricksters and their stories in honor of uh, Loki. And you better believe Mm -hmm. we will be dissecting every episode of Loki. Yes. Mm -hmm. Over on our Patreon. It will be very difficult for me. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, it'll be other Jen and I doing the dissection and Jen will Mm -hmm. just be rocking in a corner going, Tom. Tom, yeah, Tom. basically. <laughs> but I won't deny that. Until then, don't forget to add us to uh, your social media scrolls and uh, add us at Instagram uh, with Drunk Mythology Gals. <laughs> On Twitter at Drunk Myth Gals. 
Okay, on Facebook, I need likes. I say it's not a competition, but we all know it is with Kate. Kate's got more likes on Instagram. Just saying. I need I need likes on Facebook, people. Come on. Drunk ben mythology Rear gals. Is on Insta. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Hang with me Damn on it. Insta. It's cool. Damn it. No, Facebook. I need more <laughs> likes to keep up with Kate. And I'm beating you too. <laughs> <laughs> Facebook, Drunk Mythology Gals. Or on pa- on Patreon at patreon.com slash drunk mythology gals. Oh, it's me again. <laughs> Drop us a line at drunk mythology gals at gmail.com and tell us you want to like us on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you again for joining us and bearing with us through this May the 4th episode um please subscribe (laughs) leave a rating or review tell your friends and family about us especially if they disagree with you about the prequels and you want to make them suffer finally always remember if the gods can behave badly so can you 